What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 510th episode of the Pokemon Podcast. It's super effective. I'm your host, Steve. With me is Greg. Hello. We're in a new space. It's a new experience. It's a new everything. It's exciting. I'm in a basement. It's not a basement. It's a studio. In a basement. True. Basement studio. I had to go downstairs. Okay. Anytime you go downstairs, Uh it's a basement. Okay. If you start on the fifth floor... Everything below is a basement. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> will also here. And with prescience, I will announce right now that Steve and Greg did not make it back from Boston. I will be your new host <laughs> going forward <laughs> into the future. Oh. That's a new era for this podcast. But Rip us. Will. Yeah, uh, we're recording this early because uh, Greg and I will be at PAX. I'm sure it was a great time. I'm, I'm sure. Look, I have a list of people that are already have to try to figure out how to fit them into my schedule. So. In, in memoriam, a little too much fun for both yeah. of you boys. I'm, I'm sure Pax, I'm sure Pax was great. I'm sure <laughs> you, you say this with such a heavy heart. Like we were going to have the absolute worst time of You've our lives. You've obviously never been to Pax with Steve before. Uh, I've been to Pax with Steve. Mm, that's before. true. Yeah. We had that good pizza. We had the, the only good part about that trip is the pizza. The rest <laughs> of that true. was hot that, garbage. That we, we had the great panel. And then, yes. and then a bunch of people came up uh, after the panel and talked to us. Yes. And then I had to go to that Twitch meeting. Correct. And I was foolish, and I, I decided to walk, and it was very hot, and I didn't realize it was uphill. Did I ever tell the story on the podcast? When I, I think, got uh, to that meeting, maybe. it was at a, yes. a brewery, and I was the Twitch, the Twitch people were like, oh, yeah, it's on the house. Like, <laughs> get whatever you want. Put it on the house. I was like, oh, I just want like a, like a Sprite or a water. And I went up to the counter at the brewery, and I was like, "Hey, can I just get a water?" And they were like, "Oh, we don't, we don't have water. Mm-hmm. We 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 have." Um, That's how they get you. They had carbonated water, but no one wants that. What? Everybody wants carbonated oh, water. It's bubbly and delightful no. in your mouth. I believe we have a whole channel in the Slack dedicated dedicated to carbonated, to carbonated water. Thank you very much. No, 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 no. So. Uh, I ended up getting, that was like the first beer I've had in like 10 years, and I took like two sips of it. But the two ladies behind the counter, they were very excited to be like, oh, taste test. Taste test. And I was like, no, no taste test. I just I just wanted like, <laughs> I think it was the Saturday I went and met Jeremy for a while, because you abandoned me. Like, yeah, yeah, You were yeah, like, oh, I, I gotta went, go. I went from the Twitch thing to like another Twitch thing. I and I was know. like, mm, I guess about right. I guess yeah. I'm wandering Seattle on my own, but luckily I know people. Yeah, you do. You know way more people than I do. Um, you're very social. Uh, we got some news here for you guys today. Uh, surprisingly, very weird news this week. Um, <laughs> is this an article from the 90s? How is you pulling it different back? from any other week? Well, usually it's like Pokemon Go, you know, Sword and Shield. Mm. Um, mm. Where do we start? Charizard sending man to jail. She a Charizard yeah. sending man to jail. Yeah, yeah, Minnesotans yeah. breaking through walls to steal Pokemon merchandise. That was, that was a highlight. Mm. Bread. Um, yeah, also... If you're watching on YouTube, we're obviously in a studio. If, you, if you're listening to the audio version of the podcast, it might sound a little bit different because we're in a studio. We're in a studio. So this is, we're trying this. So uh, if the audio is weird or not what you're used to or whatever, we're trying it. It's good. We're excited to be here. Change is a part of life and we are excited for it. Mm, speak mm. for yourself. I mean, you're never excited for anything. <laughs> you so, got that right. Like, I don't know that the change would be you being excited. Mm, not this time. <laughs> Uh, I want to start off with kind of the, it, not really that weird, but a very niche market here. Uh, this is off TechCrunch. Tech Samsung is making a Pokemon phone. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the only time that I've actually thought, oh, I don't want an iPhone. Goodbye, Apple. <laughs> uh, well, so it's it's Pokemon themed, obviously. It is the Samsung Galaxy Z Flip 3, which I think... I used for that Pokemon Unite tournament that Twitch sent mm. me because um, it did fold in half, and I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I was yeah, like, "Can yeah. I? Did. Can I keep this phone?" No, you can't. And they were like, "No, you have to send this back." But they let me keep the other, you know, forty dollars <laughs> Samsung phone they sent me. Uh, unfortunately, as it turns out, this phone will only be available in South Korea. I'm sure you can import. You can import yeah. it for fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> um, it's supposed to look like a Pokedex. Uh, that's if if you're trying to imagine what it looks like, it's, it's which gonna, Pokedex they all look different. Well, it's I'm it's, assuming Gen One because that's mm, the only one that it refers true, to. True. Yeah, it, it comes in a very fancy box. It looks like uh, it comes with one of those key rings. So, and it also comes with a pop socket. It comes with a keychain. Uh, it comes with a the original Pokedex like uh, case, and then it comes with Bulbasaur, Charmander, Squirtle, Pikachu, Snorlax, and Mew stickers. 
as well. I don't see a price here. It says that it'll be available on April 25th. I mean, oh, sorry. I do see a price. It's $1,000 unlocked. I was like, there's got to be a price. Is that U.S. dollars or Korean? Mm, is it translated? It is, it is, TechCrunch is not being specific. Mm. No way to go, TechCrunch. Okay. I ordered a Pokedex thing. Excuse me? So I saw on TikTok. TikTok is a bad. Oh, TikTok is a bad thing. No. Somebody sent me a TikTok thing. You're of clearly a, on the wrong TikTok. I'm, somebody sent me a video of a Switch game cartridge holder that looks like a Pokedex. And I thought, cool, I want that. So I went on Amazon, and Amazon said, here it is for $10, and we can get it to you before you leave. I'm like, perfect, because I have to take Switch games flying. So I order it. Yesterday, I got this message from Amazon that's from the company that says, hey, we sent you a thing. It could be the wrong thing. Okay. If it is the wrong thing, <laughs> don't send it back to us. Take a picture of the wrong thing and send that to us. They sent me the right thing. But I have never had a company that said... Um, we, and I was like, I was really hoping it was the wrong thing because I wanted to know what they sent what me. What was this thing off TikTok? It's a Switch game holder. Okay. That looks like a Pokedex. Okay, I got it. So it snaps open and you snap it, it looks like a Pokedex. I'm like, cool. I have a few games I want to bring and I don't want them to be damaged or lost because it's metal. Man, I have so many of those Power A cases that Power A keeps sending me. If you if you need one, they, they hold games and and uh, uh, yeah, I've I've been on this business for a long time. I know yeah. exactly what's I've going got, on. I've got I got ring lights. Do we ever yeah. get one? Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I've got I've got every plate dinners for you. Do we ever have them? Nope. No. I have all these things I get for free. Do we ever see a single one of? We you go just to, gotta ask. We just we go to your house. We go to your house. Look, look. I I have. I, please, every time you come over, please just take five things with you because I don't know where to put them. You need to put a box out that's just like yeah. free to take. Free, free to take cables. This, this Just sounds put like a box with cables. <laughs> this sounds like I'm in a very privileged position of like, oh wow, these companies send you all these controllers and stuff. But at a certain point, your twentieth controller is just taking up space. But you're never going to use you it. You need a controller case. No, I I need you to need get it, like a glass case mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. slots for controllers. I need to get rid of stuff. <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> We all need to get rid of stuff, but that's not happening anytime soon. So in the meantime, get a controller, add things to store it, plant them on the wall next to your skateboards. Oh boy. Um, that wall is so empty and like the skateboards are kind of, that's another topic. Speaking of junk and collecting things, uh, the trading card game. <laughs> there you go. Hey, there we go. <laughs> the, this is also out of nowhere news. I, I guess like the sound, like look, Samsung's worked with BTS and every other company under the sun. So it's not super surprising that they eventually got to Pokemon. Um, this out, was out of the blue news. The Pokemon company, this is off theverge.com. The Pokemon company has acquired the company that prints the trading card game in the United States. So that that company is called Millennial Millennium Print Group, and the Pokemon Company has been working with them to, since 2015. I don't know who was before that. Doesn't matter. Um, so this this would have been before. <laughs> this would have been before um, Pokemon Go and Sun and mm-hmm. Moon. And uh, that's when they printed that big, big, it was, uh, it was XY Evolutions. It was like the biggest set they've ever printed because it was a throwback to Blastoise, Charizard, Venusaur, all that stuff. Mm. That's why for until the, the Pokemon drought that started because of YouTubers in the pandemic, that's why XY Evolutions could be found uh, as far as the eye could see. <laughs> but now XY Evolutions is actually pretty rare because mm, those same people who bought all those packs they wanted to get the charizards because xy evolutions had like six different charizards in it um so now xy evolution is actually worth quite a bit um it says quote here with this acquisition the pokemon company international aims to further develop the millennium the millennium print group's capabilities infrastructure and scale to become the premier printer of trading cards serving the broader industry uh millennial millennium print group will continue to operate as a separate and autonomous organization but will gain both investment and industry expertise from the pokemon company international 
My only question is, uh, does this mean the Pokemon cards will actually be centered and not? No. <laughs> oh, no. That's out of anybody's control. No. The real no. question is, what what other things does this company print now? I know. I have to look them up. And they're not millennials. Stop trying to Millennium. Take, Millennium. Stop trying to take credit for it. Millennium Falcon, right? Like, are they? That's, yes, that is <laughs> the name of the so thing. Right are, they, are they printing MTG cards? I, that's Wizards of the Coast is printing magic, isn't there? You think Wizards of the Coast? Do you think Hasbro, Hasbro is printing? <laughs> Hasbro their has own their stuff? secret printing group. Okay, whoever prints, okay. whoever prints Mil- the Digimon cards. Millennium Print Group is in North Carolina. Yep, a Park Communications company. I don't know what that means. <laughs> it's just the name of their <laughs> holding the name company. Of their holding company. Although now they're a TPCI company. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, they're big. Ooh, look at that thing. Okay, but here's, no. here's, okay, here's, it's all robots. I'm looking at the pictures. There's nobody who actually works here as robots, so it's never going to be centered. Because robots don't care. Robots ha, don't play have the game. You, have, you, have you seen the new Digimon cards? Have you, like, felt them? No. Oh, my why gosh. Would I, why would I play Digimon? Oh, I've got Digimon cards. I didn't want them, but I got them. Well, they're, they're, like, Did nice. Did Cole throw that on no, you? They're not nice. They're, like, thick? No. Oh, they got, like, Ooh, a great, job like, opening. gold printing. No, I, yeah, and I've got a... a you, you know what's really nice are the... Uh, wait, what did I pull? It had gold foil on it. Oh, it's the um, Kamehameha. What's his, that dude? The the Omnimon? Go- Goku Goku that's it that's what Dragon Ball they got the good cards <laughs> Dragon Ball's got the good cards I don't know Digimon cards are toilet paper compared to the Dragon Ball cards no you you have to be out of your mind the Digimon cards have you ever touched a Dragon Ball card I have not then you I'm not out of my mind you are who know who has more TCG garbage than anyone in this room right now I I I have. I have touched a magic card. They do card, a lot. A Pokemon card. Look, the, the the Japanese Pokemon cards, yes, are much much better than the English Pokemon cards in quality. And I'm saying the Digimon cards are better than both of those. You can't read them though. No, I don't think the Digimon cards are that great. What? Maybe, but maybe, maybe but they're better this than the means, magic. Maybe this means the English cards will get better because now it's one company will yeah. be able to set standards for both sides. Well, they they did say the Pokemon company aims to further develop the uh, print I mean, group they capabilities. Have a, they have a lot. This uh, is a pretty good website. Also, they're hiring. They're hiring for a lot of people. So TV. yeah, but you gotta live in North Carolina, no. dude. Okay, last part of the press release says we aim to develop the millennial millennium. Would you stop trying to take credit for something <laughs> that's not yours? Millennium Falcon. We aim to develop the millennium into a bit better, bigger. So this is like a Kanye West song. All of a sudden, better, bigger, a state of the art version of what already already of their ex- exceptional organization, this? benefiting from not Pokemon but all of their customers. But uh, does that mean they're printing for other card companies? I think that's what they're that's indicating. what they're indicating. Mm. They can't just print for themselves. There's no, no money there's in not that. enough. There's there's definitely plenty enough money in Pokemon cards. Not enough for a company mm. this size. Now you got to diversify and be mm-hmm. in the market in a couple of different areas. Does it say on their website what else they're printing for? No, I can't. Forget. Does it even say they're printing for Pokemon? No, no, no. no. They uh, definitely have uh, photos of their facilities. Uh, okay. It's all robots. It's no people. Uh, the one person that's in there was just put in for size, scale, so you can see how big the printing is. Mm-hmm. They don't actually work there. I find this hard to believe. <laughs> I mean, look at that's a robot. I mean, this is dang. I kind of just want to go to this place. I hate talking about like rumors and speculation. So on the show. So, but here we go. <laughs> they do foil stamping and embossing. We're getting more hollows. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> I can't wait for the embossed Pokemon cards to come out. Just wait. So this this rumor started happening around Tuesday. We're recording this on a Wednesday. Obviously, this will will go up on the feed on, on, on Monday. But there's a bunch of people, a bunch of Twitter accounts, a bunch of websites reporting that Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire are coming to the Nintendo Switch. Did you hear about this? No, like a virtual console type thing? Yeah. No, I haven't heard what? nothing. W- why? <laughs> why? Why are people saying this? Is there a reason? Is yes, there a, yes, there is actually a reason. Is here. this another? Oh, they trademarked it. No, it is not. But that is uh, that's usually. <laughs> I mean, that's usually what it is. That's we saw a whole one right there. Um, okay, so this is off uh, win.gg. It's a, I look, they all... Yeah, good quality it, news source there. What is win.gg? Oh, what is leatherman.games? It's an incredible <laughs> website where you get a wonderful game. You've, you've, you've answered both questions. <laughs> look, it's not time for the Squarespace ad yet. Um, 
So they're saying, well, the, my other option was to just uh, Twitter. Twitter, yeah, right. So uh, multiple Nintendo Switch data miners has, uh, have uncovered evidence of a working Game Boy Advance emulator on the console. Files and assets related to a long list of games were uncovered, which include screenshots, standalone apps, and customized multiplayer support. Included in the files, um, strongly suggest that the Gen 3 Pokemon titles, including Ruby, Sapphire, uh, they also had um, Pokemon, the, the pinball version of it. I think it's just Pokemon Pinball. Pokemon, Ruby. Pokemon, Pokemon Pinball. Pinball. Yeah. yeah, Ruby and Sapphire, though, I think it's called. Pokemon Pinball, Ruby, and Sapphire. Um, they were found, I believe, uh, right, Metroid. I'm looking at your Fusion was I'm also looking there. looking at this garbage. Details beyond the emulator's existence uh, and the existence of the screenshots um, were scanned. Uh, it is likely they would be a part of Nintendo Switch Online. It is unclear whether it will be a basic service or the expansion path service that the Nintendo 64 and Sega Genesis games are on. It is also um, unknown whether online multiplayer will be supported or if the games will be supported locally. Uh, and then they talk about eh, they talk about some other stuff. So uh, they have the screenshots, and if you scroll down a little bit on this website, Greg, you can see the the screenshots of Pokemon Pinball and uh, well, what is that like Battle Toads or something? I don't know. But it, but it makes sense, right? They've already done. NES. They've already yeah. done SNES. They've done Nintendo 64. Have they done... What's the one that came after the 64? The box. GameCube. Game, the GameCube. <laughs> the box. Game box. So they have Game Box. They haven't done GameCube yet, though. No. no. But did Game Boy Advance come out before GameCube? Yeah. Yes. So that would be the next in line, because they're not going to do a Game Boy, because they already did that on the DS. Yeah, they, well, they but, had. We remember, we we had the founder pack on the the DS, so we got all those Game Boy ambassadors. Ambassador, my favorite ambassador, the ambassador program. Did I get the ambassador? I don't think I did. I mean, I I, I can com- clearly see this being part of Nintendo Switch Online. Yeah, it, but here's the thing: who, uh, who car battler Joe? Who awesome. wants to play original Ruby and Sapphire? Greg Leatherman. When Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire are better games. But you already have killed you? the 3DS. <laughs> you do not get to say that sentence in front of me. To ever. quote Shakespeare, I've come to bury the 3DS, not the to praise it. Originals? Oh, no. Oh, okay. No, okay, they're okay. garbage. But you don't get to say anything <laughs> praiseworthy about them. Like you cannot, you cannot, being you, say that they are better games. They, you they are have, better games. You have to say, I have no opinion about those games, and defer to me, the person that actually likes them. I have played through all of both both games. I did a normal playthrough in Ruby and a, a badge quest, shiny badge quest in in Sapphire. What's missing is Emerald. If yeah. Emerald was in there, then I would I would hands down buy it to play Emerald. Okay, because so Emerald's. Let, let's pretend. Better let's pretend this is real for a second. Let's, okay. Let's We're pretend, pretending that it's real. Let's pretend that this rumor is real and Ruby okay. and Sapphire are coming. Are they going to do the thing that they did with Gold and Silver on the Virtual Console, which was we released Gold and Silver, and then like six to eight months later, we released Crystal, which is the better version. Mm, um, yeah. So like, oh yeah. If they're doing Ruby and Sapphire, do you just say I don't need to play these right now? Also, I can play Omega Ruby. I will wait for Emerald, which is actually the better game. I mean, it depends on how much if it's coming for free. Like if it's a part of a package that you're already paying for, just play. Yeah, it. it's not free, but you're paying what sixteen dollars like, yeah, a year. Yeah, you're paying for sixteen. No, 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 no. The, the 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 Game Pass thing is is okay. So Nintendo Switch Online is what twenty twenty five, and then I don't know. I pay Family Plan for uh, Family Plan who aren't is related to me. Thirty-five a year. I think I paid okay. twenty. And then, if you want the expansion pass, that's another twenty-five a year. So you're what's paying. the expansion pass? That's how you play the Nintendo sixty-four games. Are you sure? Yeah. Oh yeah. Because <laughs> that's what they hid the Animal Crossing thing behind. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, if, if it's included in the expansion pass, right? The, like you're would buying you it. upgrade to the expansion pass to play these. I'm already paying for the expansion pass. <laughs> you don't even know what you're paying for. <laughs> you got that right. <laughs> um. No. I wouldn't either. May, like, may, like, but the thing is, I still have my original copies. So that's like not a fair question to ask but me because yeah, I still that, have them. That's unfair for me, too, because I, I, I also have own the and original I, copies. I can go and play them, and I still do play them. But you can't play them on your TV. But I can't play them on my TV. Would I? So get that if, Game Boy Advance here's player. the thing. If I, if I had any desire to buy the expansion pass, which I don't, but if I already had it, would I play Ruby and Sapphire when they came out? Absolutely. And even if Emerald was coming down the road, I since I already bought 
the entrance, yeah, I would, I would play them. But would are those two games going to get me to buy the expansion pass? No. If Emerald was there, yes, I would buy the expansion pass for Emerald. Yeah, I think I have to play them because the only thing I've played off the expansion pass is Dr. Mario. And if I have to die knowing that that's what I spent <laughs> the money on, I'll be very unhappy. You spent $25 on Dr. Mario. Dr. Mario. Yeah, I think I think that's a, that's a, maybe a harder question for people who own these games or even a person who owns like um, Pokemon Snap or Pokemon Stadium because I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think Pokemon Stadium's on the expansion pass, but Pokemon Snap is. Yeah. Um, and that was not enough for me to be like, I want to give you an extra $25 to play this. I will say, if Emerald happened and they released GameCube and Gale of Darkness and Coliseum happened, yeah, I would buy the expansion mm. pass. Mm. The, so the, mm. follow, the second... Mm. Mm. Well, no, so I think the reason you can't have Stadium is because there's no way to bring in Pokemon unless they do a Pokemon Home... Home stadium, connection, right? home to stadium connection. Because stadium's no good unless you can bring in your own no. Pokemon. Well, it's good for the mini games. This this was the that's this was good. the secondary question because uh, when when we were talking about virtual console, by the way, virtual console has not existed in for the Nintendo Switch. It's been no. six years. They 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 no, don't no, use that. No, they're not gonna. Maybe one day they'll randomly bring back that branding, but that that ship has sailed. But virtual console on the DS and the Wii and the Wii U. Wii U. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. When blue, red, yellow, gold, silver, crystal were... Well, before gold, silver was even announced, when blue, red, yellow were coming, and when Wheels was on the show, Wheels and I had constant arguments of whether this would have virtual console... Or, or, sorry, Pokemon Bank support. And I was like, it seems very impossible for them to re-release these games without bank support, because... Mm -hmm. That is the gimmick of Pokemon. (laughs) And they didn't think it would have it, and it ended up having it. So then the question is... If if this rumor is true, I well who cares? Uh, if this rumor is true, would it have home support? And I would have to say like that would have to be a pretty big part of it to. True, and will it have home support before Billion Diamond Shining Pearl? <laughs> <laughs> Everything will have home for, for Billion Diamond Shining Pearl. Would I mean? They would be foolish to not have home support. Mm-hmm. And but the thing is, is there's not really a good reason to play these games. The, the the good reason to play uh, red and blue and yellow was everything that you did there was stuck there, right? Like that was a dead end connection. Mm-hmm. And from then on, it's not been a dead end connection. So if you have those games, and I have, I, I brought my stuff from Emerald up all the way up. It's a not fun process, but you can do it. You, I think you have to have some sort of support to bring those in because you've had it all along. And you don't want to have a less... You want a way to kill the third market of a $90 Emerald copy sitting in some game shop when somebody can get it basically for $25, get the same experience, and upload the Pokemon without I having to go through that process. I would hope that um, putting virtual console versions of the game kills the the high market price in shops i don't know if that actually does though it, i mean it, like like i guess a good example would be like earthbound earthbound was what like a 250 dollar yeah. game and then earthbound came out on the wii u and now i believe you can play the Earth, earthbound on switch. it's on the switch it's on the switch i don't know what a copy of earthbound costs but i also think the people going in to buy the 200 dollar copy of earthbound aren't buying to play it no. i think they're buying to they're put buying, it on the shelf put on the shelf yeah. I mean, what i'm saying is is the only access is going to eBay to get a weird hack copy or going to a game shop and hoping and paying that there's over the price was the only option you had before. And these help kill that being the only option. And it can mm-hmm. help kill things like hacked copies on eBay, where it's just a ROM that somebody threw on a cartridge and made it look good. And when you look at it, you're like, why is Pokemon spelled wrong? <laughs> <laughs> like, well, and people just want to play these old games that yeah. they've heard about, right? Yeah. I so. mean, they are... Look, I bought Yellow because I was super excited to play Yellow again. And I got halfway through and went, oh, this is bad. (laughs) (laughs) I hate, I hate going back in time and playing these games. It is so rough. Yeah, it is. I I went, well, I did the whole like shiny badge quest in Crystal when Crystal came out. And uh, I actually had a really good time. Uh, I think you had an audience. I had an audience, but I, I think out of out of the Gen One and Gen Two games, like Crystal is Crystal is great. Crystal is the one that like holds up. Yeah, Crystal is great. They, Yellow they is, have four games that they were five games that they learned from. Yeah, Yellow is good in the fact that it it feels 
like it's the anime game because you mm-hmm. are you are playing through the anime storyline like you know Jesse and James show up you get all the starters and the in the areas that they did in the anime so yellow is a fun game in the fact that if you ever watched the first season you get to play it and that's fun but the mechanics are still so bad mm-hmm. and it's well, still so slow I, th- I think the people, reason people want to play the older games too, it's like the, what I think of like the Lord of the Rings, right? Somebody sees the movie now and they're like, well, I'm going to read that book. Right. Right. And it's still a boring book and there's been tremendous fantasy written this much better over time, but they're still going to go back <laughs> yeah. to that original you book. Still, it's, it's good to learn the origins of things. Yeah. Right. It's so, good to play the And it's the same thing. Things. It's like, I play, I played my first Pokemon game being Sword and Shield. Hey, I want to know what the old Pokemon games were like. I wouldn't know how bad it was. I want to know what it was like walking uphill both ways. Mm-hmm. Part of this rumor being being thrown around of whether uh, you know Ruby and Sapphire are coming to to the Switch was I pulled an article from over a year ago <laughs> where it's <laughs> it, where it talked about the Master Collection. Do you guys remember this? Do you oh, remember the Master Collection? Yeah. Whatever happened to the Master Collection? Well, I, 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 I reading this article a year later of like right now on count, countless fan forums, blogs, podcasts, <laughs> fans of Pokemon truly believe that we will receive the same treatment that Super Mario was given. The rumors circulating have given the details that Nintendo released the Master Collection for Pokemon and it will be exclusive for the Nintendo Switch. There's good faith, good faith that the Master Collection will feature three separate generations of Pokemon so fans can experience like, uh, so just like fans can experience, one version will feature Pokemon Red, Gold, and Ruby. The other feature will, the other one will feature Pokemon Blue, Silver, and Sapphire. Um, and this was supposed to be $60. It was supposed mm. to be like a box copy, the two versions. Um, there was, uh, there was a bunch of, uh, what would I say, a bunch of excitement around this rumor. And it's an exciting rumor. I mean, it, sure. <laughs> <laughs> you can make a lot of things sound exciting when yeah, they're yeah. not real. Yeah, so, uh, you know, that was very anticipated, and that was a rumor that stuck around for quite a few months, and then it just kind of disappeared, and then, like, no one really asked about it. And then when I saw this Ruby and Sapphire rumor popping up, I was like, did, did, did we all forget about the Master Collection thing that we happened? because it did <laughs> manifest. Because mm-hmm. it was fake. It, it wasn't was real. Uh, like I said, it, 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 the, the GBA stuff on Switch sounds plausible. It yeah. sounds like it would happen. The, I mean... Nintendo recycles. They sure and do. They like, sure. they like to make money off of things they already did. It's called Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl. They've got me paying $30 a year for Dr. Mario. Yeah. And another $35, maybe? Like, we need to look at your price structure. To have a bunch of people who aren't related to me able to play Nintendo yeah. online and also play Dr. Mario or whatever else. You make a lot of choices over there. I well. make a lot of bad choices. <laughs> you are correct. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, let's uh, we got like two more news articles, and then we have uh, question of the week and Pokemon week. So let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Backblaze. You're wondering what Backblaze is. So did I, but I've been informed that it makes backing up and accessing your data astonishingly easy for just seven dollars a month. That is without gimmicks. Add-ons or gotchas. You get unlimited backups for Mac PCs, which are like movies, music, photos, videos, projects, all the data. You can back it all up. You can access your backed up files on the go with iOS and Android apps, and they also have Restore by Mail. They can send you a flash key or hard drive with all your data shipped to your front door. I've been using Backblaze for 10 plus years now. Uh, I, I actually discovered Backblaze when I used to work at Apple. And let me tell you, when I when people came in to like get their computer fixed, they never had a backup of their data. <laughs> and I would I would be like, you can you can buy a backup solution. Like we we sell hard drives here. They're like 150 bucks, and they're like, oh, 150 dollars. And I'm like, you're never gonna remember to plug it in. You're never gonna remember to move things over. I don't want to teach you how Time Machine works. I don't even know if Apple computers still have Time Machine. They do, and I use it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
I was, and I would always point people to Backblaze because it's what I used. And I was like, I use Backblaze. Uh, like, if if you're if if somebody breaks into your house and steals your computer and your hard drive, well, that backup's useless anyways. If your house it gets burned down, unfortunately, hopefully that never happens. But like, what does you wish in Elon? No, no, no. But this is the rule of backups: three, two, one. You have oh, to have yeah, three yeah. copies of your data in two different locations. I don't remember what the one is. <laughs> For one low price, seven dollars a month. If you if you got married, if you have if you have kids, you don't want to lose those wedding pictures. You want like the, lose those baby pictures. Like seven bucks a month to have everything backed up. I even used Backblaze this past week. I accidentally saved over a Photoshop file, and I went back two weeks, restored that file. Nice. And I was able to use it again. So uh, just for $7 a month, you can head over and visit backblaze.com slash P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T. It supports the show, and you will receive a fully featured 15-day, no credit card required free trial at backblaze.com slash P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T. So you can go there, play with it, start protecting yourself from the potential bad times. Start today. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. What's Squarespace? You clearly haven't listened to any other podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do. And I use Squarespace because I have a website that I needed to build for myself, for my stuff. Because I listen to many podcasts, I thought I'll give Squarespace a shot and see if, if what is advertised is true. And by golly, it was. Mm-hmm. It's very easy to use. It's got a lot of great tools. I use very little of the stuff that they offer because, quite they frankly, offer a lot. <laughs> I don't know if I need to use all those things, but they do offer a lot. I really just use the like blog section so I can put up things that I'm working on. I have links to additional character sheets, additional products, additional things that are like I'm just giving out for free. But if I ever wanted to sell outside of the other big ones, I could also use their tools to set that up because i can do shops you can do email listings if i made changes or errata i could send those out there's like a million things you could do with squarespace it's a a very simple uh, interface so that you can have a professional looking website on the internet we've all used it yes (laughs) successfully and i'm still using it yeah i've i've used the shop before for the squarespace we've sold stickers we've sold leftover shirts um and it links with uh, other services uh like um it, it links with shippo if i remember correctly mm-hmm. which i also use so it was great when somebody placed an order it would send that to shippo to get the little receipt and then my label printer would print it and boom out the door it has a really great donation page so yep. maybe you're not using patreon but some but you want people to like throw some money your way it has that there's so much you can do with squarespace and just like, just like Backblaze, uh, I've been using Squarespace for 10 years as well. So I've been using it for one and a half. So it, it's kind of crazy that two services I've been using for a long time are now uh, we're, we're reading ads for them on the show. So uh, if you want to get started, you can head over to squarespace.com slash PKMNCST for a free trial. When you're ready to launch, you can use offer code PKMNCST to save 10% off your first uh, purchase of a website or a domain. Um, you get started today. Head over to squarespace.com slash PKMNCST. And we are back from our break. All right, Greg? Yes. Do you want to win a trip to Hawaii in celebration of Pokemon Go's Stuffle Community Day during the season of Alola? Yes. Okay. Yes, I do. I've, I've already entered. I <laughs> did the thing. I retweeted. I followed. Retweeted. I retweeted. Retweeted. <laughs> I did all the things they asked me to. Well, then I will probably lose because I only retweeted. Mm. Mm. Um, this is off PokemonGoLive.com. Uh, grand prize winner will a trip to two to Hawaii. You'll get a tropical themed avatar outfit set. Uh, they'll probably plant some trees for you. <laughs> Just plant the trees. Oh, please. Um, they already did the retweet thing. Uh, so yeah. it was like 10,000 retweets. You get bonus lure module, 20,000 retweets, lucky egg, 30,000 retweets, premium battle pass. Uh, and I believe those will appear on community day in a box in the shop. Which I'm sure Community Day was great. I'm sure we all had a... a it, you know, I have never had so many stuffle in my life. I have never been so alone in the Mall of America. It's true. Wandering those halls all by myself. No, all by yourself. All by your lonesome. Catching the little bear. Um, yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty much the news. They're just doing this uh, this contest. It looks like just, uh, yeah, one grand prize winner. Oh, oh sorry. There's a hundred... Run- 100 runner-up winners mm-hmm. will get the tropical-themed... What was that? Like five bucks, six bucks, or whatever in yeah. the shop. But like You could buy it right now. You can you buy it right to. now, but don't. 
Um, oh yeah, because you might win. Yeah, yeah <laughs> wait true. until you wait, wait until wait until you lose before you Another make that purchase. Pokemon Go article of clothing for me not to wear. I know. Uh, that was it for our Pokemon Go news for the week. Actually, very light. The very light. They the last, they are spared the, my wrath another week. Well, if, like, I, I want to say if somebody I know wins the trip to Hawaii, let me know and I'll go out there at the same time because you know I got connections. Yeah. <laughs> which which island is it? Oh, I don't think it's say? I don't think it's, it's going to be Oahu. They didn't send yeah. nobody to Kauai. <laughs> I don't know any of these islands. <laughs> Small bit of cafe mix news here. Um, it's now it's vertical. Now vertical. <laughs> <laughs> if if cafe mix is vertical, we'd be spending an hour on it. I'll tell you that much. Well, uh, we'd be I, in the future I, and I, in a fantasy world. Let me world. say this: I don't like the Discord for this program. I don't go in there too often. But you got to check the you podcast. Check the podcast. So that reaction. was very funny. Yeah, it was very good. <laughs> I appreciate. I appreciate our future don't, bliss. Don't give our Discord any credit. They think they're funnier than they are. Mm, I'm that's the true. funny one. That's true. The- I mean, if you are setting the bar, then mm. I am a million dollar comedian. Um, <laughs> Pokemon, <laughs> Pokemon Cafe Remix to Canon. Uh, the to Canon team event oh. has began. <laughs> you know, you I, know that's a Pokemon. I, no, I thought he said to canon like they're making an official storyline oh like they're adding cafe mix into the official canon storyline of pokemon because you said to canon so weird i thought you thought he said pokemon cafe remix to to i thought that first and i'm like what is he talking is this like is this finally advanced wars pokemon uh, the event has players collect points uh, and stages to recruit to Canon. This event runs until May 1st. There is also a special weasel surf-up outfit that you can now buy. Um, this will be another reminder that if you think Pokemon Go is money-grabby, I want to introduce you to Cafe Mix. <laughs> Cafe Mix is money grab. Yeah, it is. Which is worse, Cafe Mix or Master's EX? Cafe Mix. Cafe wow. Mix. Wow. Cafe Mix is worse than Master's EX. Master's EX has gotten... Really, really good. Really decent about giving away gems. Yeah. Mm. Um, the Riddle thing... The Riddle thing is actually pretty fun. I'm, mm. I'm enjoying the Riddle quests more than I thought I would. And a couple of them are really... A lot of them are easy. Oh, straight up are like, okay, I just got to do this. Some of them, they word them so weird. I'm like, what? <laughs> What are you talking about? Last bit of news off NintendoLife.com. The Pokemon Mystery Dungeon writer reflects on the IP's strengths and appeals. Uh, so they actually pulled this from um, the company's website, which is uh, Seafoam Gaming. But they, they just pulled the good quotes here, so they kind of did the work for me. <laughs> Um, quote, I was influenced by everyone on the staff. As you know, the appeal of Pokemon Mystery Dungeon stories come from the things like their direction and their sound, just not their scenarios. When we were making things together, we were inspired by each other. I'm so thankful for all of our staff. The Pokemon company also gave me a lot of advice. They always have great input, input on how to make each Pokemon appeal really shine. And the back and forth brought us some scenarios we have now. So many thoughts and influences are in each Pokemon. There's more, but that was the most generic paragraph I've ever read. For example, <laughs> what is this? I don't even understand what you're trying to say. This, this is the, the 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 person who wrote the story to Mystery Dungeon. The which mystery, which Mystery Dungeon? The DX one. Oh, the one that came out on Switch that everyone forgot about yep. in about three I, days. I played an hour. I played the I demo. Like, Bye. Played the demo. Uh, for example, Wigglytuff's line in Explorers, truly bad Pokemon don't really exist, is a line that I thought of uh, and included in the story. But I think it was also a central idea for the Pokemon company. If any, uh, if I had any writing advice, I'd say it's the, f- the first step is to find a good group of friends. Uh, as for my favorite scene, it's hard to pick a scene because I love them all. I guess if I had to pick, it would be the credits of the ending for the f- ending of Explorers. Meeting and parting uh, are com- meetings and partings are common themes of the series. When the development started, I thought uh, I thought of expressing those themes through the bubbles at the beginning and the end of the game. I was motivated to give every name and that appeared in the staff role at the end of the game like this. There were uh, there were also difficult scenes though, and I had to keep pushing programmers for the bubbles to move. Uh, people around me said that, that it was my magnum opus. 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 Yeah, that one. Uh, and then he talks about like, Gates to Infinity. It's uh, So the the 
the person interviewed here wrote a lot of the dialogue for all of the mystery dungeon games and everything, but I, I don't know. I, I, I was hoping when I like saw the headline of this article and I went to the, like the source and I like, there was way, way more. It just, I don't know if like their hands were tied and what they were allowed to say because it was very, very much like I enjoyed working on the games. I like Pokemon. The Pokemon company is nice. Uh, thank you for your time. Like, that's what, what you're gonna say. That, that's funny. What do you, you want to work for them again? <laughs> exactly. You want you want to keep working in the business? You are going to give glowing treatments. You you only get the good dirt when they are over it and they are burning mm-hmm. the world down. Mm-hmm. Those people, you need to find them at the height of their anger and then you get the dirt. Like when Will and I finally had enough, get us on a podcast to talk about this loser. Mm-hmm. There are other podcasts out there that will want to hear from us. Uh, but the Harvest Season, you, I've heard, is a yeah. podcast. You two, you two weren't into the Mystery Dungeon games, right? Um, mm. I played all of them. The only one I didn't finish was the Switch. You finished Gates to Infinity? Yeah. Oh, boy, that game was boring. I thought that was the best one, wasn't it? No. No, people, Explorers of the Sky Explorers is, of the Sky oh, okay, okay, okay. is the best one. Um, yeah, I've... The, oh, yeah, the only one I did not finish was the Switch one. I think, like, I, I don't know, maybe I can't... I don't know what is the turnoff for these games for me. I don't know if it's, like... When when people go, Explorers of the Sky has the best story and it's it inspirational does. and it's incredible. Like all I remember is is the coughing with the monocle and like I, I none of that really like grabbed me. Um and it's gonna be the standard like, oh you gotta watch six episodes of the anime before it gets good, or you gotta wait till you get to this part of the game before it gets good. But I think it I think it's just the gameplay that turns me off. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well it is the random I like random dungeon I, set out and the random possibly catching other Pokemon part. Like there's not a lot of control once you're in the dungeon yep. that turns a lot of people off. Yep. You have very limited control over how you interact. You have very limited control over what happens. You can lose everything in a sudden monster room. You can lose people. Your friends can run away from you. You have to go collect them. Like you have to really enjoy that random I don't know what layout is going in. It could be super easy floor or super, super hard floor. And if you do not enjoy the fact that you will find a shiny Pokemon and not be able to befriend it and it will just leave, like those are the frustrating parts of the game that you kind of need to find charming or you hate those games. Do people who love Mystery Dungeon have they just never played Diablo? Like, right, but that's but why would you want to play Diablo? Different. No, because they're both like you don't get friends okay. in Diablo. You get cows. Oh, you can get friends. You're confusing mechanics for like theme and atmosphere, right. right? I want to. I loved everything about the Mystery Dungeon games except for going into the dungeons and mm-hmm. having to like figure out how hungry I was going to get and yep. have the apples. And no, thank you. But everything else was yeah. great. I mean, and, okay, but Diablo and Mystery Dungeon are both dungeon crawlers. Yeah, yeah. The, like, like if you were like, what is the gameplay mechanic? They're both dungeon. They're crawlers. both dungeon crawlers. Yes. If you're going to, they are vastly different <laughs> is games. It, is it a roguelike? Is it? Does it count as a roguelike? Because it's. I mean, uh, it, it. I guess it can technically count because it resets. It if resets succeed, if you don't succeed, and it's randomized. And you can lose if you lose. You lose your stuff in there, and somebody has to go rescue it. Those games work great if you also have a community because if then you don't worry about passing out in the middle of a dungeon and losing everything because somebody can get it who's better than you. You just have to like... I think the thing that turned me off the most is you can do everything possible to befriend Pokemon and it's still a a one random shot. You You get a chance and it's hidden from you. There's not a lot you can do to fix it other than carry the friend bow and have blah, 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 and you get all the things. But it's still like, I've gotten into this dungeon seven times and I still haven't befriended a Surskit and it's maddening. And no Pokemon Go. I'm home connectivity. <laughs> right. So. But the stories are generally good. They're generally cute. Diablo's story is not cute. Mm. No. Well, you know, I don't it's think not, anyone's playing Diablo for the story. Maybe somebody cute. is, but... Uh, Stuart sent in these the Samsung Galaxy stuff uh, from our Thanks, Slack Stuart. community, by the way. Uh, question of the week. is the question of the week. <laughs> hmm. I don't know what song that's supposed to be. Me either. I'm not getting it. This is, uh, this is from Brandon. What Pokemon did you not care about until you saw its shiny? 
Oh, until I saw it shiny? Mm. As you guys are thinking, I, I have a really just a, unrelated to the question, but it reminded me of the question, hence why I picked the question. I was at Easter with uh, mm-hmm. Irene's family and uh, my niece. My my, it's just like well, it's not my sister. It's Irene's. It's, it's your niece. niece. Your so niece my niece in-law. counts. Yeah, my niece in law. <laughs> it's your niece in law. Um, I don't know how old she is. Maybe like five, maybe six. I so I don't know. Um, that, get it together. It's your family. I, I, uh, she. I was wearing my ISE hoodie, and she recognized the Pokeball in the S. Mm. I don't know if people know this, but when it says it's super effective, the S makes a Pokeball. She was like, "This is Pokemon." And I was like, whoa, like, you know that that's a Pokeball. That's yeah. like really cool. And I was like, what's your favorite Pokemon? And of course, you know, I expected her to say Pikachu. <laughs> and she said Eevee. And I was like, mm. oh, wow. Nice. Good choice. That's a good Eevee. choice. It's from the one. And I, um, I was playing Pokemon Go because it was that battle, the Go Battle Day or whatever. And two to ten battles get a bunch of experience. Mm-hmm. So I finished that and she came over. And she was like, oh, Pokemon. Like, she recognized what it was. And then she was like, do you have an Eevee? And I was like, yeah. And I showed her an Eevee with the, the like, hat. And then I showed her the Eevee with the flowers. And she's like, oh, these are really pretty. And then I showed her a shiny Eevee. And she was like, oh, I really like this one. But, like, I didn't say it was shiny or anything. It was yeah. just like, this one has a hat. This one has flowers. This one's, like, silver. Um, and then I showed her the whole Pokemon list in the Pokedex. And she was like... Pointing out one she liked, and she was like, I like Gardevoir. For some reason, she was like, I like Tropius. <laughs> Gardevoir and Tropius are great. A lot yeah, of people they're... like Tropius. Um, it's got bananas. She liked Mew, and then I would flip Everybody between I would flip between the shiny version and the not shiny version, and every single time she picked the shiny I, I like I didn't say like this one's more rare. I was just yeah. like these are two different colors and she picked no, the shiny you, you version did, every like, time. If it was an eyeglass exam. Yeah. Which which <laughs> yeah. do you prefer? Mew Better one, like this. Mew two. Better like this. Uh, so I just thought that was Better interesting. Like um, okay, I have an answer. Okay, Heracross. Oh, that's a good one. Heracross is a really good shiny. When I realized the Heracross was pink, sold. Because mm. I don't really care about Heracross. The design is whatever. The design is very, very, very buggy, mm. which is not a favorite of mine. And it, if anybody asks, n- there's never been a mechanical that I've liked simply because of its shiny. You know, that is not a selling point. Mm. <laughs> I will never. <laughs> it's not going to be like, ooh, it's colored better. Well, your answer? I, I find this question incredibly presumptive, and I'm like, I want to like put out an announcement. Stop making these presumptive questions. <laughs> there is no Pokemon that I didn't like until I saw it shiny. I can't answer that question. Mm. Okay, all right. It's like I liked a Pokemon, and then it had this well, shiny, I and I like that too. For me, it's not that I didn't like it. It's that there's no conversion whether, factor. Whether whether me. or not I would actively want to hunt for it. Mm. Like, would I want to go into Legends Arceus and hunt for the? And I would hunt for the Argons, but like Heracross, I would pass. But I would hunt for a shiny Heracross. I can't even cause... think of a time where I've specifically looked up a shiny of a Pokemon other than like I caught the Pokemon and it was shiny. I was like, oh, I got the shiny one. <laughs> oh. Yay! <laughs> All right. Well, uh, well, Pokemon of the week, and then we'll. But do we have a not a YouTube one? Uh, I'm, well, look, we're on time limit this week. Oh, All so. right. All right. All right. Uh, so last week's Pokemon... I, I didn't bring my notepad, so I'm in, I'm in <laughs> you're, you're dark. Gonna, you're going to get it. It's real easy. So last week's, I specifically brought up Pokemon Legends Arceus, um, talked about alternate region forms, and that something is a particular line. What I implied was it's part of the evolution line that nobody particularly likes. Reference to I-70 in Ohio, it was irrelevant. And... In basically what I said was in Pokemon Legends Arceus, it's the only one of that kind that got a regional form. And I said it could be described as the Kleenex. The original was the Kleenex Pokemon, but the new form is like the letters you receive in your post box. It's Kleenex Mon. There's no Kleenex Mon. This isn't Digimon. My heart wants to say Gudra. You're very close. But I forget what the other ones are. Uh, Slagoo and Gumi. So it's Slagoo. Slagoo. I can never remember. I remember Gumi. Mm-hmm. I remember Gudra. Because nobody likes the second because evolutions. Never. Nobody cares well, about I middle care evolutions. About, I care about some of them, but just not that one. No. When I saw that, I went, is that on a shell? Yeah. And I went, why? It's worse. <laughs> but it is the only middle evolution yeah, in Legends Arceus that got an alternate form. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
That's uh, what I said in the clue. Yeah, there. <laughs> so that's, that's what it was. Slugu's Pokedex entry in Moon contains an error. Its slime is referred to as... Uh, uh, it's just a typo. It's supposed to say mucus. They put an O in the word mucus. Uh, <laughs> Where? It's the Canadian spelling, clearly. <laughs> clearly. Uh, Slugu is the, currently the only Pokemon to evolve during a weather condition. Hisui and Slugu shares the category with Shelmet. They're both known as the snail Pokemon. Hmm. All right. What's uh, next week? Wait. Oh, wait, but the original Slugu is the soft tissue Pokemon. That's why I said the Kleenex Pokemon. Oh, yeah, yeah. There you go. All right, oh, it's so called the soft tissue soft Pokemon? Soft tissue Pokemon. Oh, yeah, I know. It could have been worse. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. In Pokemon Black and White, one of the eight gyms can potentially have a different gym leader, depending on which version of the game you are playing. Both of these gym leaders use the same three Pokemon. Out of these three Pokemon, two are of the same evolutionary line, and one stands out as a Pokemon that does not evolve at all or have a pre-evolution. While it is known as the cave Pokemon, it can only be found in a tower in Pokemon Black and White. That's easy enough. Yes. All right. Well, we tried. Chat out right there. <laughs> we tried something new this week. We were in the studio, uh, so if you noticed or you're watching on YouTube, let us know how you feel about this compared to what you were watching. Uh, and if you're, you're missing my books behind me. If you are listening to the audio version, hopefully it sounded normal and natural and like like we didn't even skip a beat. <laughs> um, you can follow Greg on Twitter at White Wing. You can follow me on Twitter at Dragging a Lake. Will on Twitter at Washing the Sink. Um and uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. A shorter episode this week because we're Greg and we're I are leaving. in town. Yeah, we're leaving. So see us in packs. Um, and then oh, no, wait, you can't because it's no, gone. You've already it's left. Gone. <laughs> I will be out of you town. You saw us at packs. I'll be out of town next weekend too for a wedding. So uh, we'll probably record early again, but I won't be like super. Well, I don't know. I could just put Greg and Will in charge. <laughs> banger episode. I'm coming sure it'll be a banger episode. But thank you for listening. Thank you for making it to the end. This is another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are super effective. Super in. In studio, live in front of an audience of one. Hi. This show is supported by Patreon. A shout out to all our producers who support our show at a high level, starting with Stephen, Sean, Matthew, Bovine, Kay, Jessica, Jacob, Brian, Evan, Ryan, Nate, Catherine, Casey, Josh, Smash, Gray, Dylan, Carlos, and Alvaro. And a huge shout out to our executive producers of Steph, Spencer, Courtney, and Brady. Thank you so much for your support. If you would like your name read at the end of the show or you just want to support, it's super effective. You can head over to patreon.com slash P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T or I-S-E dot cash in order to support the show if you want to. Otherwise, uh, thanks for listening and we'll see you guys next week.